All right. We have no intro tonight. We have no intro music. I pushed all the buttons, but because OBS has introduced new buttons at least three times, I'm going to mess it up. This is something Scott Adams talks about. He says if any single element is introduced to a system that you use every single day, it's going to throw you off for quite a while. See if you can find it now. See if you can find it now. See if you can find it now. Andy is yelling at me for updating OBS. I had no say in the matter. This was entirely OBS's doing and the fact that it's connected to the internet. Anyway. Okay, cool, cool. Glad that we're on. Huh? went on like three minutes. Yep. I was talking to myself. I know it's a Friday night. And that's something that I said. I was like, I know it's Friday night. There might not even be anyone here. It's not a big deal. If nobody has time, very busy week. Totally get it. If, if anybody is here now, thank you for coming. Um, sorry about our little snafu there. Um, we actually did push all the buttons on time. But again, because OBS has this new extra step you have to hit, it's easy to miss. I am excited for the news tonight. It is the Friday Night Bonus Hole, and we are going to talk about what's happened, not just with the Trump mugshot. Other things have been going on in the news, and we're going to talk about them. I don't like this tendency to get into, like, distraction central, where we just float from one thing to the next. Some things have been going on for a while now that are coming to fruition (coughs) that still need to be covered, even though Donald Trump did put out a a rather smoldering uh, mugshot, and we will talk about that for sure. Okay, I have a follow-up from one of yesterday's stories, and it involves one of my favorite rock stars. This is Alex Cooper. If you guys recall from yesterday's chat, he was called out for saying that transgenderism for kids, he thinks, is something of a fad. What a horrible thing to say, right? So, Let's read what's happened next in this particular story. Alice Cooper is canceled by cosmetics firm after opposing trans surgeries for kids. Alice Cooper, the eyeliner-wearing godfather of shock rock, was dumped by a cosmetics company after the singer questioned the rush to perform trans surgeries on kids and said that transitioning genders was, quote, a fad. The 75-year-old rock legend, whose hits include School's Out and Welcome to My Nightmare, I hope you guys are familiar with him, he also did No More Mr. Nice Guy, had signed the brand partnership deal less than two weeks ago with Vampire Cosmetics, which markets spooky and gothic-themed makeup, lipsticks, palettes, and lashes. Sounds like a good team. However, Cooper was canceled by the company after he expressed opposition to gender-affirming care for minors. We know what that means which entails irreversible surgeries and hormonal treatments to facilitate the transition to the opposite sex in an interview with the site StereoGum. I'm understanding that there are a lot of cases of transgender, his words, not mine, but I'm afraid that it's also a fad, and I'm afraid there's a lot of people claiming to be this just because they want to be that. I'm going to assume the way he said it made a little more sense, because reading a transcript with something, something, something someone verbally said is always somewhat confusing. The Detroit native, whose real name is Vincent Damon Fournier, told the site on Wednesday. I find it wrong when you've got a six-year-old kid who has no idea. He said, he just wanted to play and you're confusing him telling him, yeah, you're a boy, but you could be a girl if you want to be. That's a very dangerous road to go down. I agree. I don't know if you guys know this about Alice Cooper, but he is 75 years old, as I said earlier. He's a Christian. He's been married for a very long time. And he's never done drugs. I don't think he's ever drunk, drank. I don't think he's ever drunk alcohol or done drugs. And he's always been something of a role model of mine because he is so far from what he seems to be 
in his shock rock getup, right? You can see him here. You can see his eye shadow. You can see he's an old guy for one thing. But you can also see that he has very much this persona that he's put on that's completely inconsistent with who he actually is. And I actually kind of like people like that. I find it really interesting to see somebody who's like super, seems like a super <laughs> um, hard ass, as they call them, who actually is not. Who's just a big old softy on the inside once you get to know him. Uh, I used to listen to his, I think I said last night, I used to listen to his night show, Nights with Alice Cooper, and I just was very charmed by what he had to say. He had so much knowledge and so much experience. Cooper added, I think it's so confusing to a kid, it's even confusing to a teen. You're still trying to find your identity, and yet here's this thing going on saying, yeah, you can be anything you want. You can be a cat if you want to be. I mean, if you identify as a tree, and I'm going, come on, what are we in? A Kurt Vonnegut novel? It's so absurd, it's gone, gone now to the point of absurdity. The rocker also blasted the whole woke thing, wondering who's making the rules. Is there a building somewhere in New York where people sit down every day and say, okay, we can't say mother now. We have to say birthing person. Get that out on the wire right now. Who is this person that's making these rules? I don't get it, he said, adding, I'm not being old school about it. I'm being logical about it. He is. He's a very smart person and a very old school person, and I've always respected that about him. Cooper's tune did not sit well with Vampire, who sells its pro which sells its products to it in 130 stores, mainly concentrated in the New Orleans area. In light of recent statements by Alice Cooper, we'll no longer be doing a makeup collaboration, the company wrote on Instagram, and announcing it will be cutting ties with Cooper over his comments. We stand with all the members of the LGBTQIA plus community and believe everyone should have access to health care. All pre-order sales will be refunded. A spokesperson for Cooper declined to comment. The post has sought comment from the Vampire Cosmetics. Financial details of the short-lived partnership were not available. Yeah, so two weeks this lasted. Not long. Vampire Cosmetics describes itself as a proudly woman-owned, disabled-owned, and LGBTQ plus-owned. Never should have gone into partnership with those people. That is a bad sign. Company whose products are vegan, cruelty-free, and talk-free. Good for you. We are queer, disabled, and proudly neurodiverse women working around the clock to bring you cosmetics so uniquely packaged you slay. You say, holy crap, when you see them. Karen Holton. Of course her name is Karen. My goodness. The managing owner of the company said in a profile. <sighs> yeah. None of that is in any way surprising. And it doesn't surprise me at all that this old, based gentleman clashed with these people. Now... Something interesting. I tweeted about this company. The company canceling checks notes. Alice Cooper has fewer than 500 followers on Twitter. They deserve a ratio. But when you click this link to this offending tweet, because they basically shared this, the, the statement from their Instagram, you get, what do you get? This tweet is from an account that no longer exists. Somebody commented, oh no, what will he do now? And I said, do you guys often push, um, FGM like they do in Africa because last I checked FGM was very verboten for a very good reason but now you guys pretend this is okay you deserve to lose every customer and the account is gone and I demand to take at least a little bit of the credit for this eviction from Twitter makeup brand vampire cosmetics deletes their Twitter account after backlash for counseling their brand collab canceling their brand collaboration with rock legend Alice Cooper the decision to drop their brand collab came after the singer described the modern trans movement as a fad. Absolutely. Yeah. Because <laughs> they probably saw the writing on the wall as far as Bud Light goes. And I don't know if they are staffed by these people who have these crazy mental hangups. It's possible they didn't understand what they were getting into. But as soon as they put it out there, they, pro out there, they probably were like, oh my gosh, we've made the wrong step. And... um, 
it was starting to get a little bit of attention and a little bit of traction. And I was like, no, this should not be, you guys should not feel comfortable doing this because you are being censorious tyrants. And I, I hate that. And I love Alice Cooper. And I'm, as I said, I'm taking at least a little bit of credit for that. Although they might've just seen the writing on the wall and been like, no, we don't need this kind of attention. We're going to go away now. They probably still have their Instagram up and everything. So who knows what happens next? I just thought that was a really funny story. And I, again, I demand a little bit of this credit. So, all right, you guys, that is the follow up from yesterday about Alice Cooper. That's where he's at right now. Their whole account is gone. It's very vindicating. Oh, and other music news. Let me see if you guys, oh, good. We have a chat now. That's wonderful. St. Miles. Hello. Internet is crappy today. Sorry to hear that. Mele Wake. Thank you, Andy, for telling me how to pronounce everything. Um, Serenko says, hello. Hello. Hello, guys. Are there legit blood boys in Silicon Valley? Sterilize the masses of miners and take the blood of the healthy, sick, interesting conspiracy theory. I have heard that Peter Thiel does something like that, but it's not involuntary what Peter Thiel does. He has a young man who donates his blood to him and they kind of weird, but at the same time, you know, you do, you do you boo. If everybody is on the same page, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> God, the son, Jesus Christ safe says, hi, hi, hello, hello. Frozen again. Whose internet is this? I don't think it's mine. Greetings, my excellent friends. Welcome, Martin. Now on the topic of music legends, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Carlos Santana. Santana. I also really enjoyed Santana's work. He's an incredibly talented guitarist. And I used to love his music as well as Alice Cooper's. Legendary guitarist, Carlos Santana. A woman is a woman. A man is a man. Interesting. Rock legend Carlos Santana paused his New Jersey concert in late July to talk to his audience about an issue that was apparently close to his heart. In a speech critics attacked as, quote, anti-trans, the famed guitarist said a woman is a woman and a man is a man. That's it. Yeah, how dare he? The most basic fundamental comments of human biology ever. Attendees at the Atlantic City show that said that Santana had set after had paused the set after just one song, addressing the crowd for several minutes before returning to the music. Video of his comments circulated on Thursday. This is Greg Price saying, last night at a concert in New Jersey, rock legend Carlos Santana said, when God made you and me, before he came out of the womb, you know what you are and what you are. A woman is a man and a man. A woman is a woman, pardon me, and a man is a man. Yeah, pretty succinct, I think. And he was calling directly from the Bible, talking about God designing you before you were born, etc., etc. Santana then offered support to comedian Dave Chappelle, who's often been attacked for making similar comments. I am like this with my brother Dave Chappelle, he said. The rock legend later provided a statement to Billboard clarifying his position on the issue, but as the outlet noted, not walking back the things he had said on stage. Good for him. I love old guys. I used to love guys this age when I was taking care of them in the hospital and in nursing homes. They are part of much stronger generations than we have now. And I'm not sure how old Carlos is. Let's look that up real fast. Because I think he's about the same age as Alice Cooper, right? Age. Getting up there. Yeah, he's one year older than Alice Cooper. Which, honestly, good for him. So his kids are 40, at least, it looks like. Very cool. I had a friend when I was working in um, healthcare who told me that all Santanas are related which I thought was very funny. I don't think that's the case at all, but his last name was Santana as well. All right, you guys, let's talk about that famous mugshot. Whew, before I run out of breath. Biden mocks handsome guy Trump for his mugshot as he is booed coming out of Pilates class during a Lake Tahoe vacation. 
who doesn't address and doesn't address bombshell claim he and Hunter accepted bribes, and we will talk about that in a little bit. Oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. Handsome guy, wonderful guy, Biden said, of Trump's mugshot. He said he didn't watch Trump's interview on Tucker Carlson. Biden got booed as he left same Pelly dog he worked out at on Wednesday, where he said he'd been working out for an hour and a half, which absolutely no one believes and should be fact-checked by the fact-checkers. President Biden said Donald Trump's mugshot showed a handsome guy as he was booed on Friday coming out of Pilates class. Biden and some members of his family were at Peladog's Pilates and Cycle Studio, the same place he exercised Wednesday when he stopped to speak to reporters. Many of the crowd gathered outside. Many in the crowd gathered outside, booed the president as he left the workout center, although a group of supporters tried to cheer over them. Biden looked over at the people cheering him, but didn't address them. He did not address a bombshell interview released Friday, during which former Ukrainian prosecutor Viktor Shokin accused him of an, and his son Hunter of taking bribes and being behind his ouster. That's right. We'll get into that in a bit. Hunter is on a week-long Lake Tahoe vacation with his father, despite being under a special counsel investigation into his foreign business dealings and gun and tax crimes. Uh-huh. He also has expensive new digs in Malibu that cost almost $16,000 per month. I don't know where he's getting that money from. Your guess is as good as mine. At the time of Shogun's firing in 2016, he was investigating an oil company called Burisma for corruption when Hunter was serving on the firm's board. I do not want to deal in unproven facts, but my firm personal conviction is that, yes, this was the case. They were being bribed, Shogun says in a clip of the interview. The fact Joe Biden gave away $1 billion in U.S. money in exchange for my dismissal, my firing, isn't that alone a case of corruption? I would say so. President Biden's wrapping up his vacation at the expensive Lake Resort. He was joined in his workout by daughter Ashley, granddaughter Finnegan, and grandson Hunter Jr. He is staying with family, including his son Hunter, at an $18 million home at billionaire climate activist Tom Steyer, following complaints that the rental may run afoul of a local county housing code. Uh huh. Joe Biden is also on the Lake Tahoe trip, as is Hunter's wife Melissa Cohen and their son Beau. Naomi Biden and her husband Peter Neal also joined the family. The president answered several questions post-workout on Friday, addressing his GOP rivals and the uptick in COVID cases. He said he watched the Republican primary debate Wednesday night and said it was filled with a lot of talk and no specifics. I don't remember them speaking to any of the issues. There was a lot of talk, but what are they going to do to deal with the economic growth? What are they going to do to deal with the notion that maintaining the job pace that we have now? What are they going to do to deal with education? So I guarantee you that Joe Biden doesn't remember much of anything from Wednesday night. That was a long time ago. Trump, who was leading in the polls for the Republican nomination to take on Biden in 2024, skipped the debate. That's right. Former president was booked in Atlanta on Thursday for charges he conspired to overthrow, overturn Biden's 2020 victory in Georgia. Trump has claimed that he was just using his First Amendment rights to talk about the election results. It was his fourth arrest in this year, but the police did not take his booking photo during previous appearances before them in New York City, Miami, and Washington, D.C. That's right. Um, it's very uncommon for someone as famous as Trump to have their mugshot taken. Um, it feels like in Georgia, especially, this was a very vindictive move on their part, and I think it's going to backfire in a ba- backfire in a big way. Ad for plumbing supplies just dropped in, says St. Miles. I'm actually kind of glad that ads are being run on my shows because that means that uh, YouTube is okay, kind of, with what I'm saying. Son Heil, welcome for being here. It's okay that you're late. I was too. I don't know what a vato is, and I don't want to insult 
insult Carlos uh, Santana, so I'm going to look it up. Is I assume it's a compliment. I don't know much Spanish, though. Used to address or refer to a man. Yes, correct. That is a, that is Santana. He is, in fact, a man. Good observation. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, I learned a word the other day that means streets, and it's a term used for women. It's not a complimentary term, but I found it very interesting. Trump has posted memes of his mugshot, which was mocked repeatedly on the internet as the image went viral. Uh, it was not just mocked. It was also fully embraced. All his supporters really loved it. They liked the glare. They thought it was very steely and very smoldering, etc. You know how it is. These people are going to love Trump no matter what he does. Whatever. And this is going to do nothing but make him more popular. I personally think it would be hilarious if this helped him win the 2024 election because they thought that they had to do something like this to prove that they got one up on him or whatever. I would be tickled pink for sure. I think he's worse mentally than he is physically, and physically, he's not exactly a triathlete or any kind of athlete, Trump told Carlson. Yeah, he's not doing well. You look at him, he can't walk through the helicopter. He walks, he can't lift his feet out of the grass. You know, it's only two inches at the White House. Fair enough. He is not very physically well. We know this already. Yeah, this is the walk of an old, old man. This is the walk of a man who should have a cane in his hand, honestly. Biden, in his remarks on Friday, also said he was going to ask Congress for more funding for COVID vaccines, given the uptake in cases, cases and in the new dominant XBB variants, whatever. We'll talk about that a little bit, too, but not too much, because it's really not a big deal. Trump is back on X. That's right. He shared his own meme form of his mugshot. So he's back. Back to the mean tweets. Hooray. Yay. Delightful. Everyone should be allowed to speak, and that does include Donald Trump silly as his tweets sometimes are. Let's talk about Victor Shokin a little bit, and then we'll talk about what Biden thinks about what's coming next with COVID. Fired Ukrainian prosecutor Shokin says Joe and Hunter Biden did take bribes and were behind his ousting. Isn't that corruption alone? He says in preview of bombshell interview. Hunter Biden moves into $15,800 a month Malibu home with my wife, Melissa, and son, Bo. That's right. Where, again, is that money coming from? Probably from this particular deal. So I'm really glad the Daily Mail mentioned it. Former Ukraine Prosecutor General Viktor Shokin is accusing Joe and Hunter Biden of corruption, saying they accepted large money bribes from Burisma and were behind his firing. Shokin, who was ousted as Ukraine's top prosecutor in 2016, made the accusation during excerpts from an upcoming explosive interview airing on Fox News. At the time of his firing, he was investigating oil company Burisma's holdings for corruption when Hunter was serving on the firm's board. I don't want to deal in unproven facts, but my firm personal conviction is that yes, this was the case. They were being bribed. Shogun says in the clip of the interview, right, we covered some of this in the other article. Look at this. Hunter just takes selfies everywhere he goes. Like, I just realized today, I just found out that that picture of him with the horrible looking teeth where he's sitting in like a dentist chair was where he's being fitted for veneers. So before they do that, they grind your teeth down like a lot. So that's not actually how his teeth looked, even though those were very much the teeth of a drug addict. Um, that was him being set up to have these nice shiny white teeth that he now has. Full interview will air Saturday evening at 8 p.m. with Brian Kilmeade. The White House is accusing Fox News of giving a platform to lies by airing the interview. Uh-huh, of course they are. For years, these false claims have been debunked, and no matter how much airtime Fox gives them, they will remain false, said White House spokesperson Ian Sams. Yes, so don't worry about it, Ian. Don't worry about it. Just let the chips fall where they may. Let people make up their own minds. Andy says he thinks Trump should have stayed in jail. 
He wasn't technically in jail, though, was he? I mean, he just went in and immediately paid his bond. He probably did this at the same time. Went in, got his mugshot, paid his bond, left. Didn't have to stay at all. Fox is giving a platform to these lies to a former Ukrainian prosecutor general whose office his own deputy called a hotbed of corruption, drawing demands for reform, not only from then-President Biden, Vice President Biden, but also from U.S. diplomats, international partners, and Republican senators like Ron Johnson. In December 2015, Blue says, that is how his teeth look. They are just covered. I have crowns. Same deal. No, when they, uh, that's what I'm telling you, when they give you veneers, when they give you veneers, which are the shiny fake teeth that are permanent, that screw into your, into your jaw bones, they have to grind your actual teeth down before they do that. So they have to be kind of in crappy shape to begin with, but they also go in there and take a lot off. So there are two different steps of the process. I know drug dealers' teeth don't look good. Trust me, I've dealt with them myself. They're no good at all. Uh, not drug dealers, but drug users, although I'm sure drug dealers aren't any better. A few months later, in March 2016, Joe Biden is alleged to have threatened to withhold a billion dollars to aid Ukraine if Shokin specifically was not fired for corruption and he was shortly thereafter. Years later, Biden actually bragged about his firing at a Counseling on Foreign Relations event in 2018. Right, that's the video we've all seen. Son of a gun, the guy got fired. Hmm, interesting. Wonder what he was talking about that. What wonder what he's talking about. Bleh. Wonder what he was talking about then and or how Ian Sams would <laughs> respond to that one. Yeah. Republicans have said Hunter's Burisma entanglement and possible influence on Chokin's firing is evidence of the Biden family's influence peddling scheme. Of course it is. We know this. This is very clear. So tomorrow, the news that you will not want to miss is the 8 p.m. Eastern Time airing of that interview with Victor Shokin on Brian Kilmeade's show. So definitely check that out. I'm going to be setting a an alarm on my phone so that I don't miss it because I find that stuff very interesting. Uh, okay, so next we are going to go to... Oh, I just closed it. Let me open it again. We're going to hop over to Maryland and look at what's going on there. Super, super interesting. Parents plan appeal as a judge rules against opt-out right for LGBT curriculum in Maryland. And these are parents holding signs that say restore opt-out now. And I just have to say, these are not the most white supremacist looking parents I've ever seen. We have a, a migrant, it appears, she appears to be from Africa or somewhere in the Middle East. She's wearing traditional garb. She's wearing a head covering. She is as upset as any of these other parents. We see a black mother. We see a white parent in the background. You can see more black parents and you see more women in traditional Middle Eastern or African garbs, garb. This is clearly not in any way race oriented and it never was. And no one with any common sense would believe that for a minute. Wanting your children to not have to learn about horrifyingly pornographic material is not race-based. And it's actually really insane to think that it is. Only a leftist could think that wanting to opt out of pornographic teachings is comparable in any way to white supremacy or white nationalism or whatever. It's Muslim families pissed about the opt-out situation. Yes, of course. There's also, I think it was in... Um, I think it's in this county. I forget the name of this county. I, I've seen it consistently. This one keeps coming up in the news all the time. Yeah, Catholic, Muslim, and Ethiopian Orthodox parents. So they're not just Muslims, although that's certainly a component. Um, yes, Mary, Montgomery County Board of Education. LGBT is haram. Indeed, it is. And if they're smart, they will keep it that way because this is insidious. 
A district court judge will allow a Maryland school district to begin the school year on Monday with a new policy that keeps parents out of the loop about LGBTQ plus coursework, but parents intend to appeal that decision. Catholic Muslim Ethiopian Orthodox parents sued the Montgomery County Board of Education on May 24th after it changed its parental notification and opt-out policies. Under the new rule, which the board adopted May 1st, the school district will not notify parents about rating materials that portray or promote homosexuality, transgenderism, and other aspects of gender ideology and will no longer allow parents to opt out of such coursework. When I first heard about this, I said terribly unrecordable things about what I would do if a school district were to try to do this to me and or my children. In fact, I tweeted this earlier today in response to Nikki Niley, who said, Neely, Niley, who said school closures were objectively one of the worst public policy decisions in modern American history. I edited her tweet, and my version says public schools were objectively one of the worst public policy decisions in modern American history. Whatever sacrifices you have to make, never give other people control over how your children grow and develop. Now, that is in the context of shutting down schools for COVID, which Medi, who Trump recently tweeted to try to shame Ron DeSantis, is saying... COVID contrarians claim that closing schools was a mistake in part because of the impact on their mental health, but that's not what the data say, says at all. He's lying. He knows he's lying and he doesn't care. And this is the kind of source that Donald J. Trump is using to slime his opponents. And I personally find that really disgusting. I don't care how smoldering his mugshot was. I find his character to be pretty red reprehensible in this regard. But let me not listen to him. Um, he's a liar. Mehdi Hassan is a liar. And just because he says something that you agree with, just because he says something mean about your opponent, doesn't mean that you should embrace him or push his message, okay? Because he says stuff like this. And we know he's lying. And he doesn't care. It's how he makes his money. And it's revolting. But let's see what. Nikki had to say about it. Children are still recovering from the mental, emotional, academic damage caused by it. There is no legitimate defense of school closures in 2023. That is, of course, entirely correct. On the topic of closures over the course of the coming weeks, let's see what we got here. Biden says new COVID vaccines are likely to be recommended to every American this fall, including children, amid an upswing in infections. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention will offer shots in September. President Biden said he will recommend everyone get one. It's not going to happen. President Biden has said his administration will likely recommend all Americans roll up their sleeves for an updated COVID booster vaccine this fall. Biden says today said today that he'd signed off a proposal to present to Congress for extra funding for updated COVID vaccines that will likely be recommended to everyone over the age of five despite waning interest in booster shots. Yeah, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Figures from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention show just 18% of eligible Americans have had a single booster. Yeah, I can't imagine why. And I, I don't see this one being any more successful. New vaccines made by Pfizer, obviously, Moderna and Novavax, have been redesigned to target the dominant XBB variants and are expected to be rolled out in mid-September. Everyone's saying how this lines up perfectly with the election, and it doesn't. Actually, it doesn't. Um, it lines up kind of with the start of election season with that first GOP debate, but it's not actually exactly right as far as the election season goes. Now, they might try to stretch it out that long. I don't see that working. And the next article we're going to read is going to talk about how it's really not going to work because it's a very, very mild thing. 
Lori says, I haven't gotten one yet. I'm certainly not starting now. I don't blame you at all. I don't blame you for sure. The shots, which use mRNA or protein-based technology, are cleared for over 12s and have emergency youth authorization for younger groups, but other countries like the UK plan to offer boosters to over 65s only. Biden said today he'd signed off, right? He signed off that proposal. Most Americans will be able to give that, get them for free on their health insurance, so there may be a fee for vaccine administration and potential vac- physician visit fee. Vaccine uptake continues to wane in America amid anti-vax conspiracy theories. No, I don't think it's a conspiracy theories writ large. I think it's people being sick of it. Like, you think people are sick of Trump right now? People are sick of COVID. They don't want to hear it anymore. And they certainly don't want to hear about another strain of any kind of anything. They're just done with it. And I don't blame them. When the vaccines were initially rolled out, tens of millions did not come forward to get the jab. Yeah, no kidding. At that point, I'd already had the, I'd already had the disease itself. And I was like, okay, well, that means I have antibodies in my body. We'll see if I get it again. We'll see what happens. And sure enough, I was fine. Um, My sense of smell and taste were still relatively affected for quite some time after that. But a vaccine certainly would not have helped with that. Uptake dipped further following the first wave of boosters in September 2021, targeted at the Wuhan strain in the following winter, with jabs targeting against the then-dominant Omicron variant BA4 and BA5 plus the Wuhan virus. Only 18% of eligible Americans came forward to get them. Officials are expecting further poor uptake to these vaccines this year. Yes, I'm not sure they're going to continue to try to push them, other than tyrannical overreach. That's kind of what I'm expecting. Um, And I forget who is mentioning this idea, but for whatever stores are the first to roll out mask mandates in their stores, we need to choose them and target them, no pun intended, and put them out of business because this is ridiculous. The classical definition of fascism is when the government teams up with these companies. And when these companies are pushing these mask mandates on us, that is the government telling them what to do. That is an actual form of fascism. And we need to push back against it. We need to end it. This ends now. Otherwise, it's never going to go away. Officials are expecting, right. An official at the CDC said, our goal, our imperative, our task is to make sure we're using those tools. Oh, go to hell. Vaccination is going to continue to be key this year because immunity wanes and because the COVID-19 virus continues to change. Yes, it gets increasingly mild, it turns out, actually. CDC appears to have rolled forward the release of these shots to mid-September after the new director, Mandy Cohen, previously said they'd be available early October. CDC has set a meeting for September 12th to discuss who will get the upgraded boosters. The aim is to get as many Americans as possible boosted before the fall to bolster immunity against the virus. How about we have everybody get out in the sun while they still can and soak up a little extra vitamin D? How about we have everybody supplement their immune systems with vitamin C? Um, and their their vitamin D uh, supplies in their bodies with vitamin D supplements or vitamin D based on foods. This isn't that complicated. I do not understand. Well, I do understand. I will never not be frustrated by the American resistance to the idea of using um, natural supplements, diet to help have positive effects on health outcomes. I will never get it. The only thing that makes sense to me as far as that goes is that um, the doctors who, the doctors who are, are taking care of these sick patients require those patients to pad their own pockets and to make their own living. But, you know, here we are. I don't trust them further than I can throw them because I would like to think, oh yeah, here's our scary uptick right here at the very end. 
this is where we were in 2021. Here's where we are now. My goodness, that is scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely terrifying. CDC spokesman said yesterday, we are in our strongest position yet to be able to fight COVID as well as other viruses that are responsible for the majority of fall and winter hospitalizations. Well, that's right. And that's what I'm going to show you guys next. Even cautious experts say don't panic over the new COVID wave. CDC admits the U.S. is in the strongest place ever in the pandemic, while the World Health Organization says the world is in a different phase now. Well, I think that's fair to say. The world is done with this. They're not going to take the vaccines. They're not going to go through this again. I hope if we learn any fr anything from this ridiculous virus and this ridiculous pandemic, uh, it was to try to change our diets to affect our health positively and make sure that we don't fall prey these kinds of things because COVID really was serious for some people. It was for people in certain demographics. And from the beginning, I always said that we should be giving um, special treatment and special preference to older people who are much more at risk to this kind of thing and make sure that they were protected if they wanted to be, but also that they could spend time with their families if they wanted to because these older people don't have you know, a lot of time to live. Some of them, I'm sure, would have preferred to have seen their family and would have been willing to put up with the risk of COVID. If they could just make sure that they could continue to see their families. Oh, let's see here. Greg says real food is medicine. That is correct. Lori says nothing is free. Also correct. Uh, Jared says not too worried catching this new strain as it looks like the virus is getting more and more mild compared to common flu or cold. That's right. That's exactly what I was saying. I do feel like it's getting increasingly more mild, which I think is a great thing, especially for those older people who might be a little bit more at risk from it. All right, you guys, let's see what we got next. Oh, yeah, this one's an interesting story. I haven't looked too much into this one. We'll see how far I can get because I am getting very short of breath. Media giant Gannett has been, is being sued by workers over, quote, reverse racism policy that boosts women and minorities over others, the last salvo against DEI in corporate America. The diverse hiring policy shows callous indifference to workers and the law. Gannett says it gives opportunities to all comers and hires based on merit. Sure, no, I don't think they do. Five staffers say they got stuck. That the <sighs> let me try it again. Oh my gosh. Five staffers say they suffered from the firm's diversity hiring policy, which was introduced in 2020 to get newsrooms looking more like the communities they serve within five years. It's the latest in a series of lawsuits and actions to take aim at reverse racism. There is no such thing, for the record, in corporate America. Gannett executed their reverse race discrimination policy with a callous indifference towards civil rights laws or the welfare of the workers and prospective workers whose lives would be upended by it, the suit says. Gannett runs organizations like USA Today, so not at all surprising. Yeah, username says others, meaning men, especially straight white males. Yeah, for sure. Papers were filed in federal court in Virginia, where Gannett is headquartered. The roughly $4 billion company owes hundreds, owns hundreds of newspapers of all sizes across the country, including flagship, flagship title USA Today. The employees seek a jury trial, an immediate end to the diversity policy, and compensation. They accuse the firm of violating federal law through racial, racial discrimination on its hiring. Gannett says it offers blah, blah, blah. Gannett always seeks to recruit and retrain, retain the most qualified individuals for all roles within the company. Blah, blah, blah. Very lawyer speak. We vigorously defend our practice of ensuring equal opportunities for all our valued employees against this meritless lawsuit. Yeah, we'll see about that. I hope it goes to discovery and I hope they're forced to disclose everything that they teach everybody, all the equity and diversity and inclusion nonsense they're trying to push. Uh, let's see. 
After Gannett acquired the newspaper in 2019, the job went to a black woman with fewer qualifications, the lawsuit says. This is about Barry, who says he was in line for promotion to a leadership job at the Progress Index in Petersburg, Virginia. Augsdorf, Augsdorf, Augsdorfer, there we go. Meanwhile, says she was pushed aside from her job as an education and nonprofits reporter at the Savannah Morning News. Managers were making space for black hires, court documents say. Huh? She was later sacked after a poor performance review. Interesting. Unlike in some other cases, the suit is brought by the affected workers themselves. The 20-page complaint refers to the Supreme Court's decision in June to declare that considering a student's race for college admissions was unconstitutional. I'm very glad they are using that. Since that decision on affirmative action in higher education... Conservative activists and politicians have sought ways to nix diversity hiring programs from the private sector. A group formed by legal campaigner Edward Bloom, who spearheaded the Supreme Court case, filed lawsuits this week against two major U.S. law firms over fellowships that offer the minorities, offer to minorities and LGBT people. Starbucks, Target, and progressive insurance companies, of course in the name, are among the major corporations that have faced lawsuits challenging diversity programs. A group funded by former Trump administration official Stephen Miller has filed more than a dozen complaints with a federal anti-bias agency accusing firms of discrimination against white and male workers. Republicans officials have written to corporate law firms and big corporations warning them against pursuing illegal racial quotas and the so-called diversity, equity, and inclusion schemes for hiring and promoting staff. Good for them. Happy to see Republicans doing something. For some, diversity schemes are important and necessary as they can help to overcome historical racism and sexism and make it easier for people of all backgrounds to get ahead, blah, blah, blah. Critics, however, say they're a form of reverse racism that unfairly blows back on white men. Others say they may be well-intentioned but seldom achieve their desired outcomes and often make things worse by stirring up divisions in offices and classrooms. For sure, I agree on that. I'm glad they're being sued, and we will continue to keep an eye on that. Mitchell says, Why did you leave Timcast? I never knew why you left. We left to be closer to family. We left because Andy got another job. We left so we can make a baby and start a family. Andy adds most of the way there. That's right. We left for personal reasons. We left for actual, truly conservative reasons, including wanting to start a family and wanting to be near family. So it's a good combination of factors. Wells Fargo customers left unable to use their bank cards or transfer cash amid a major outage. Interesting. Hmm. According to Down Detector, which tracks website outages, hundreds of users said they had experienced issues with online banking. You know, it's really interesting, too. I uh, had somebody stop by our apartment the other day who used the Andy app, and that app was also down. And the only way this person was able to get a hold of me was because they'd called me earlier in the day. So, this appears to be quite the frequent thing. Wells Fargo resolved technical issues with its banking systems Friday after customers reported issues with using their bank cards and transferring funds. The bank, which has 70 million customers overall, said it was aware that some issues began Thursday night with outages continuing this morning. It's unclear how many of its users were affected. According to Down Detector, which tracks websites, website outages, hundreds of users said they had experienced issues using debit cards, using their account balance, or making transactions and transferring funds. So I wanted to read this article to talk about the importance of, first of all, diversifying your money, like Andy and I have. I think a little bit of like actual tactile assets. And I think it's a really good idea to have always a little bit of cash on hand. Um, But at the same time, I recognize that that's not going to be something that you can transfer online as far as funds go. 
But if your bank's down, you have a solid excuse, right? You can say to somebody who's waiting for the funds that actually I literally can't get in. I can't do anything about it. So it would be good. It would behoove all of us to be prepared for whatever's down the road. Um, I like the idea of having solid assets like gold is a really good idea. Silver is really good. You can do all sorts of precious metals. Um, we're going to get into that a little bit more. We don't have much right now. I've heard good things about cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin. Um, Andy says like $500. They would have a lot, but it's not really something that we've dabbled in. So it really is something that's feeling more and more important, especially with a bank being down for sure. Now, for this last one, this one's kind of interesting. And this really is the bonus hole because it's just odds and ends at this point. But I wanted to highlight this because it really kind of feels like culture is crumbling around us. And I feel like there's such a tendency to say that it's all racist. And this article is written in such a way that kind of tries to spin that narrative. And I don't think that's what's happening here. So let's read this. Um, this dental worker was fired after being filled scre film screeching obscenities. Um, she said the word Mexican, which is not a racial slur or racial epithet, while scolding McDonald's staff over her soda order. Okay, that's... That's really rude. I don't think it's super racist, honestly. Um, but I don't think... I don't think this is the message we should be taking from this, that it was a racist tirade by some dumb white Karen. I think we're watching the collapse of society. And we were talking about what's happening in Dollar Tree yesterday, and I was like, these are the poorest people in the country that this is affecting, and no one seems to care. And I was like, these aren't people targeting the richy riches, right? This isn't eating the rich. This is just people taking advantage of whatever opportunity they have to take whatever they can because they don't care about anyone except themselves. And one of the things that I've pinned a lot of this to is not having children. And I don't know if many people will agree with me on that. A lot of people want to pin it directly to religion, but I think that there's a great deal of responsibility that comes from having children. Because if you think about it, Having children forces you to think about the future. It forces you to make sacrifices and think about yourself less. It forces you to consider the community that your children have to live in. So you're not going to do things like steal from the Dollar Tree, right? You're going to remember how important it is that they have that safe community. And you're going to be the kind of person that you want your kids to grow up around, at least to some degree. Even the most lacking parents tend to think along those lines. And I think, I've, I really feel like this is more moving down the same path because it's never been okay to just scream at someone who is at work. Now, I will tell you right now that this used to happen to us in the rehab center. I had a patient who was incredibly difficult, very big man, a very spry, very strong, still very, very bad dementia. He would get very, very, very angry, especially at night. I remember he tried to hit me one time with a Bible. And finally, I, I put him into his wheelchair. I said, all right, get into your wheelchair. We're going to go. We're going to take a walk. And I rolled him down to the nurse's station. I said, I need you to keep an eye on, let's call him Bob. Keep an eye on Bob for me. <laughs> I need to step out because I'm really frustrated with him right now. Um, and that's exactly what I did. But the next day his family came in and they were yelling at us. And I was like, bro, you were not here last night. You are not the one who was about to be assaulted with a book and smacked around by a man who's easily, you know, eight inches taller than you are. He was well over six feet tall, very, very spry and very bad dementia. And it made him incredibly unpleasant. 
And then his family just came in. And I remember in the hallway, they just yelled at all of us. And I was like, that's not good. So, so to some degree, this has kind of been a factor for quite a while. I think that was in 20, maybe 2017, 2018. So we've been on the way down for a while, but I think we've known that. And I think we've seen the signs for quite some time, but it really has ramped up after COVID. And lots of people want to blame it on COVID. I'm not blaming it on COVID. I'm blaming it on the collapse of all of the things that made our society great in the first place. And I'm talking religion. I'm talking family values. I'm talking everything that really made us into a great country. And it makes me sad, um, but it's interesting to see. Definitely something to watch out for. If you see somebody yelling like this, do not engage with them. Walk away. Don't be the hero. Don't try to do anything crazy and heroic, honestly. And this is another patron. This isn't even somebody who is at work. This is just such a very self-centered move. It's just ruin everybody's day. Everybody who is working there, somebody who would just stop there for a quite quick bite and call them by their nationality, like, that's just not polite. Like, I wouldn't walk in and call a white person some kind of epithet for being a white person. It doesn't benefit anyone to point out their race. That's completely ridiculous. And it looks like he's stepping up for the people who work at the McDonald's. He's like, why are you yelling at them? What's going on here? What are you thinking? And she's like, screw you, screw you. It's nonsense. I don't get it. Really, really frustrating. An employee who is seen on video making offensive comments is no longer part of our team. I don't think, again, I still don't think that the issue is the offensiveness of the comments. Saying that someone is from a certain country is not a slur. Pointing out someone's race or ethnicity, not a slur. Screaming at someone in, in a restaurant, that's what should really be punished. Now, when you try to teach your kids not to do this stuff... One of the things you should probably teach them is that if you do this, you could possibly be fired from your job and no one's going to like you. So don't. Okay. That's just a, probably a better way to show them that society respects people who are more polite than this. Yeah. And then they go on to say, our diversity is our strength. It's a cornerstone of our lives here today. And in my dental practice, blah, blah, blah. Of course he has to say this. He is a man running a business and I get it. But at the same time, that's not the biggest takeaway here. The biggest takeaway is that we need to find a way to get people to be more responsible and more considerate of their own reputations, honestly, because this woman just strolled in there and she's like, I don't care what people say. I don't care what they do. I don't care if anyone records me. I'm going to call them names and nothing's going to happen to me, I guess. Really weird that we allow people to reach these kinds of conclusions is very much our own fault. So that is absolutely something that needs to be fixed moving forward. All right, you guys, whew, I've been really having horrible heartburn today, terrible difficulty breathing, but hopefully that will clear up for Monday's show. You guys enjoy your weekends. Mitchell says, seeing your channel auto spell mistake. What is mistake? I'm not sure what you're referring to there. Username says you could pull a Candace Owens and ask if they have any shame. Ask them, would you want your mother to see you behave this way? Yes, Candace is a natural born mother. That's exactly what you would say to your child. Say something along the lines of, you know, do you kiss your mother with that mouth? You know, would you want your grandmother to hear you say that stuff? Absolutely not. Um, username says having kids forces you to be a better person. Yes, my husband and I are better people because of our kids for sure. Yeah, because you have to set you have to set an example for them and you want to be the best possible person and make sure that they uh, feel proud of following in your footsteps for sure. Thank you for that note for sure. 
Senora Channel, says Annie. I'm not sure what you're referring to there, dear. That was from a few minutes ago. All right, you guys. Have a great weekend. Whisper says peppermint gum is my savior. Yes, I definitely need some gum. That is 100% something they tell you to pack in your in your hospital bag when you get ready to go when that time comes. Can I be checking that out for sure? We can get someone more out tonight so Annie can go rollerblade. All right, as I keep saying, have a great weekend. I will see you all on Monday. Stay safe, stay well, stay out of Target. Until next time, bye guys.